If you've been in the personal development, spiritual development, and business development communities for a while, this clip may be for you, or it might piss you off. Hey, Adele Wong here, and welcome to this podcast where we explore all things around what it takes to create a life and livelihood that you truly love. And I'm just going to share some observations that I've noticed as I look around the marketplace in terms of what is being marketed these days under the umbrella of coaching. And coaching can be a very wide spectrum of things, a bit of history. Coaching originally started in the world of um, athletic performance, sports coaches, people working with athletes to improve their performance. And the, the, the field of coaching expanded out to now we have things like leadership coaching, weight loss coaching, dating coaches, um, um, you name it, um, parenting coaches, anxiety relief coaches. My impression in looking at what is being marketed as coaching is it's heavily weighted towards training and teaching, meaning what people call coaching is often an, an information delivery. It's a training model of things such as here is an eating plan or here are the top 10 things you need to do to maximize your time management skills. Here are the five parts to how to create an amazing business. The the three tips to better communication with your spouse. And that's lovely. We all are hungry for new insights, new ways of doing things. And information delivery is, by and large, fairly easy to come by at this point. Most of what people really want at this point isn't more information. It's not even more training, from my perspective. And if you want to know something, my goodness, now with AI coming out online or even a simple Google search, most information for almost anything you need can be found for free on the internet or um, uh, AI. And what people are yearning for is an experience with another person so that they can bring more of themselves online. You know, there's often a hunger, no matter what it is, weight loss, leadership development, parenting, dating, um, how to be an entrepreneur. There is such a hunger to be known, to have someone see me, especially when I'm having trouble seeing myself, to have someone with me as I'm stumbling through my inner hot mess or caught up with a fear or limiting belief. And the skill and aptitude, the intuition that it takes when you're sitting with someone who's going through something, that is not an information training teaching model. It is how human can you be with another human?
And for lack of a better word, what we have right now is this thing called coaching. Or sometimes there's a, a sense of, well, you know, if it's not coaching, it's therapy. And even that is limited. From my perspective, most people already have some idea of what they should do. A simple Google search, or they read somewhere, they read in a health, self-help book somewhere, these are the five things I need to do to lose weight, to communicate differently, whatever. So it's not the information that's the problem. And if someone's having trouble implementing, there are different ways of working with people that produce different results. There is not one model that is ever going to work with everyone. And this is where I think coaching is sort of having to sit on the the, the bleeding edge of what does it take to be really good at doing this? Models are okay, but your ability to really hear someone before you jump in with what you think their problem is or how they need to think of things differently is not as important as the ability to truly sit and listen. What is the person you're with trying to express? And can you create a container that allows people to get messy without any sort of reproach of how they didn't do what they should do, etc.? And again, this is a continuum. There are some people who respond really well to a tough love approach. Kind of like Nike says, just do it. And that's fine for some people. In fact, I have a colleague who has a style of working with business owners where they would just they would shake their head at each other and say, I just need people to do the fucking thing. Do the fucking thing. And then everything will be fine. You just need to get over yourself and do the fucking thing. That, although it may be true on one level, is sorely lacking in other levels. It's not about how right you are. That the true artistry in this work is how you can help someone see themselves and support them. Because if they could have done it by themselves, they would have already. And they probably already know what they should do, right? So if it's not a teaching model, if it's not an information transfer model, and if you are leaving them at the doorway of, well, you have a limiting belief around X, or you need to get over your fear of Y, and you sort of leave them there saying, well, that's my job. I would just invite you, how does that feel to you? And in fact, this is what I'm seeing with many coaching programs. That the artistry, the the ability to sit with someone who can't quite make it through the doorway, it, it is something that can't be mass produced, scaled to 500 people in a program, the one to many, many, many model. And... There's, it's, it's something that happens in the air in the presence of another person. Now, that's not to say that large programs can't be useful. There's, there's space for all of these different approaches. But what my point in this clip is to just invite people into that good coaching is not about information transfer, 
how to do something. It's, if you want to get good at it, it must expand even farther around when you have a negative belief about X, or you need to think more positively about Y, or say these affirmations. That may be okay for some people. But if that were enough, I just invite you. Some of you may have already participated in some of these programs, and maybe you had a good experience. Maybe you had, it was okay. But many people often finish feeling unseen or seen up to a certain point. And I think it's because the word coaching does not always envelop enough of the evoking of someone's greatness that if I may say so, um, these are skills that are developed from the good therapy world. And I didn't realize until recently, one of the reasons why I'm very, very good at what I do has nothing to do with information transfer or teaching people how to do X or the five ways to do Y or how their mindset needs to change. But the soulful qualities that therapists have always known, and I'm talking about good therapists, obviously, it's a continuum. That needs to be developed somewhere. It doesn't just pop into somebody's body. So it's not like you went to a coaching program, got your ICF certification, and boom, you might know how to ask a few powerful questions. But the real artistry in this your ability to really transform someone someone's in, and wherever they're at lies way below the words, the information, the data, the how-to, the limiting belief. In fact, a lot of the most powerful work I do with people doesn't really have words at all. And so there are times I wish there were a different word besides coaching, the word coach, because coach implies a certain performance. We are trying to get a certain result. And of course, whether it's weight loss, I want to make more money, I want to meet the spouse of my dreams, there is a desire there. And people pay for a result. And I'm looking at the clients I work with. They all want very different things. I gave up a long time ago trying to say, You know, I make sure people get this result. I almost don't care so much about the result as watching people come alive. Because when people are alive and they know how to navigate through the challenges of deep pain, sorrow, doubt, feeling invisible, feeling not good enough, anxiousness, uh, relationship stickiness, not having a sense of purpose, not knowing why they're here, not even knowing their gifts. Can you hear? None of that is related to a specific outcome. But that is where the juice lies. And it's also not something that can be packaged up into the 10 steps to be more X, Y, Z. It's almost like in my work, a kind of a spiral dynamic approach where one thing touches on another and that pings something else and something like a bell resonates over here and that resonates over there. And and when we have a community of women who are so open to exploring 
And each woman has a result she's working towards, sure. Then something really magical could happen, which is different than a life coach model, which to me um, doesn't have enough gravitas. It's, uh, it, I think it, it could be developed to go deeper, but only if life coaches understand there is a way of working with people where you don't need words. And I have not yet seen a certification program that offers that. Um, so life coaches, you know, it's, it's harder to define what they do. It's like, well, I'm not really a therapist. I help people lead happier lives. Yes, and what is your pro- how are you doing that? Well, I don't know. I just sort of help people look at their limiting beliefs and we work on their traumas. And, but there's a, there's a piece that's missing that doesn't have words. What is your ability to sit with someone and help them see their own magic? Or is it all you trying to convince them of something? That there's a little bit of a, a performing or, or, or an end result you know, people sign up, they, they pay me a lot of money from around the world. And they all have different things that they want. And I'm very good at helping people get those results. Not because I had a specific formula, but I had developed the ability to know what works with different people. And the only way to know that is an energetic sensitivity. It is a vast um, range and depth of different experiences, that things that I've experienced myself, things that worked, things that didn't, um, that that is what I offer so that people can come and sip and drink without feeling like a shame if they don't do X, Y, Z. So I just want to wrap this up that in my book, I do wish there were a different word Besides the word coach, I don't really like that word. It's a little bit too performance-oriented for me because it came from athletics. But what would be a better word for being? You know, in ancient times, there were the elders. There were the people, the medicine people, the shamans, the people who specialized in this. We don't have a formal role for that anymore in this culture, but the need has never been greater. And of course, things are on a continuum. You know, there is nothing wrong with just do the fucking thing. Just like there's that, that works for some people. Other people, um, maybe they, they need something much more fluid. And in the end, I think there's plenty of room for everyone's gifts. I just think the market is moving much more towards Um, a being an evocative model rather than more training or information transfer. So if you're out there looking for help and you're evaluating different offerings, I think that's great. But also listen energetically. The information that you're buying through some digital product or an online course, that is fine. But does it help you be seen? My experience has been that the best is some semblance of being with another humanoid, that some of this cannot be done with you and only a digital product all by yourself. That's half of the wounding that's happening 
in our culture, our hyper-individualist culture that thinks the answer to everything is more data transfer, information, and skill training. Where are people going to explore being? So with that, I'll just leave on that note. As usual, if you've enjoyed this, I welcome a a review, a subscription, forward this to your friend. And I'll be putting out more content around this, which is, you know, we're not really talking about anything specific. But perhaps you can hear in between the words and in my energy, we're also talking about everything. Everything that matters anyway. Stay well. Rock on.